Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Lars and welcome back to going in raw news brief. We're gonna try to keep this one brief today, Larson. What's in the news? So you wouldn't normally think that uh, uh, the NHL signing a TV deal could affect the world of wrestling. You'd be wrong. Uh, so it was announced this morning that uh, Turner Sports had inked a seven-year deal to air the NHL beginning with the 2021-2022 season. Uh, so Turner has already got. Uh, NBA games on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it got the discussion going of when Turner might air hockey now mm. and could it affect AEW? Oh. So ESPN is reporting that Jeff Zucker, chairman of Warner Media News and Sports, has said that no decision has been made as to when NHL games may air on Turner Networks, but mm. could the NHL boot AEW for Wednesday nights? Who knows? You're out of here. So yeah. WrestleNomics' Brandon Thurston appeared on the latest Wrestling Inc. Daily podcast and uh, spoke about how the NHL could affect AEW. This is what uh, Brandon Thurston had to say, quote, it could mean that Wednesday night hockey comes to TNT. It could mean that Wednesday hockey comes to TBS, maybe a streaming service. That seems less likely, but I think it's possible that this affects AEW, but we'll see. They couldn't go to Tuesday or Thursday because of the NBA, which is definitely on TNT. So what will be left, but Monday and Friday... Maybe they work something out where AEW can stay where it is, and who knows, TNT is not necessarily the home for that, but it could be. And then the latest Wrestling Observer Radio, uh, Wrestling Observer himself, Dave Meltzer, mentions, quote, for TNT to move AEW, and the problem is, this is why it probably won't be happening, is your choices would be Monday night and Friday night, and it would probably be Friday night because Tony Khan was very adamant about not running on Monday night because he doesn't want to go against the NFL three months of the year more than that actually friday oh i just realized i cut off that quote oh he basically i i've read this and he basically says friday would be going back to splitting the audience here on a much weaker channel than fox there you go that's what he said um so yeah there's only so many days of the week um i mean honestly why they're not running on saturdays at 605 on tbs as a throwback to the old days I clearly you know, know why that is. I mean, that'd be a bad yeah, idea. Yeah, because no one would watch. No one would watch. Be, <laughs> I don't know. Well, okay, I don't know. TV slot. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's sort of a destination show. But, I yeah, traditionally speaking, that's probably a terrible idea. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. There's only so many days of the week. I don't know how this is going to work itself out. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, you're not going to do you're not going to do Friday. You're not going to do Monday. <laughs> they could do Mondays these days. Like, if, if there was any yeah, time, probably. dude, if there was any time that you would launch a Monday night war again. Probably a bad know. idea, but right now, Raw is oh, terrible. terrible idea. It, it Raw is, is awful right now. You know, and the irony of all this is that uh, all the chatter leading up to NXT's move about uh, the NHL coming to the USA Network on Wednesday nights, um, and that might have been one of the reasons why they moved NXT to Tuesday. Now that's not going to happen because USA Network is part of the uh, NBC Universal 
family of channels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now that the NHL has signed this deal with Turner, not signing a deal with NBC, so who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You know what would be interesting, though? I mean, I mentioned earlier Saturday, 6.05. Um, I, you know, Tony Khan has been insistent that he wants another, what is it, hour or so of, yeah. of cable TV programming for AEW, not Elevation or not Dark. Um, so it would be interesting to see if he were to, if, if, if that was granted and, you know, he got that, if they put that Saturday at 6.05 and just, I mean, that's a great way to test the waters of that hour anyways. And if that went off really, really well, I don't know, maybe maybe we consider putting his prime show uh, at that time slot because, yeah, there's only so many hours in the week. There's only so many nights the week to go around. Um, But uh, but yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, obviously, AEW on Wednesdays since uh, NXT in the first two weeks and NXT has been on Tuesdays has done really good numbers. And with blood and guts coming up, that might that might push it beyond. That might push it into Raw realm, you know, or at least besting Dynamite's debut of 1.4. Who knows? Yeah, who Who knows? knows? Um, A little bit of controversy in the internet wrestling artist community over the past 24 hours or so. Uh, Apparently, Chelsea Green found herself in a little bit of hot water uh, because uh, she uh, apparently uh, did not properly give credit to a particular artist who did some fan art of her uh, uh, over the last couple days or so. Uh, so, uh, there was a graphic designer named Salsa Boy who posted, uh, the, some, some little fan art that she made of, uh, some Chelsea green, like promo shots. And it says something like taking bookings now or something like that. Nice little piece of art kind of made it look like, like a CD cover an album cover, something like that. And, uh, apparently Chelsea posted this piece of art without crediting the artist who did it. And, uh, he went to Twitter after this happened. Uh, and explained sort of a bit more detail and uh, and posted some screenshots of, of a DM's conversation. And he said, uh, hey, I work really hard on this art. I would appreciate it a lot as someone who relies on their artwork as a source of income. Thank you. He says, do you think you can credit my work? I worked hard and it's currently my only form of self-dependent income. And she just responded with, uh, I deleted it. So apparently at that point, she deleted the artwork from her Twitter as opposed to simply like, you know, retweeting it and giving him credit. Uh, mm-hmm. and then, uh, uh, he said, uh, he responded by saying, I don't mind it being used. Credit is just all I ask for. Thank you for acknowledging it though. Uh, and then, uh, then she blocked him on Twitter after that. So that's kind of, kind of a harsh penalty. Well, of course, uh, the internet wrestling community, uh, once this guy went public, he said, lol. So Chelsea green really doesn't want to credit me. It's cool that she deleted it after like five days, I suppose, but who does this? I don't believe I'm out of line here at all. So, you know, of course, people blow up, take things kind of too far sometimes. Well, uh, after about 12 hours or so of uh, of the Internet wrestling community sort of, uh, you know, taking Chelsea Green to task uh, for this situation, she uh, eventually did post this piece back uh, mm-hmm. with credit. She said, like, credit where credit uh, is uh, is deserved. Is due. Is, is due. due. Yeah. And, and then, prior to that. I'm oh, mm-hmm. sorry. You got it. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll say prior to that, she did issue a statement on Twitter, uh, said, quote, super unfortunate how this has been handled. I think artists deserve credit, period. After reading some of the nasty tweets, I don't feel reposting the art was something that I should do. Is clearly art, clearly the artist's view of me had soured. I support my artists. I pay my artists. I have been doing that since I started on the independent scene because I myself was a starving artist. I know the struggle. 
It's really sad that an oversight on my part has led to this, but I wish the artist luck. And I think it's best that I stick to the artist who I've used in the past and who know the person I am. Yeah. Um, you know, this is, this is, this is a tricky subject because, you know, uh, it is good to, to credit artists for their artwork, um, across the board. That's just, that's a no brainer. Um, I mean, one thing that a lot of artists have to realize is that the people that you're doing this fan art of, you don't know them as people necessarily. You don't know, like to give her the benefit of the doubt to some degree, understand she's a human being, a nobody's perfect. And the level of fandom that she has that a lot of female wrestlers especially have can be, I would imagine overwhelming to have that much attention on you. Um, and so I don't know what goes on in her life that would warrant her to say, Hey, now screw this. I just deleted it. And now I'm blocking you. Um, there might've been more to this conversation. We don't know. We really yeah, we don't. don't. And so it's easy know. to hop on somebody and say like, Oh, and finger wag. I mean, you know, the general idea of crediting artists is a sound one. Mm-hmm. If you're somebody who gets a piece of fan art and you retweet it, or you put a post on Instagram. I remember I drew a really nice picture of Alistair black once and he reposted it with my handle clearly in the thing. Mm-hmm. It was very nice. You know, I don't yeah. rely on that yeah. stuff for my income, but it was very nice as an it's artist. Nice. It's, it's nice to get the acknowledgement uh, of your hard work. You know, some people do, you know, this is their form of income doing artwork. Yep. And so a repost or retweet, whatever would greatly benefit them financially as a struggling artist. Um, so yeah, just in general, you know, it's, it's good to credit people where credit yes. is due. Yes. Um, and, uh, and, you know, hopefully Chelsea understands at this point, Hey, you know, she knows how to, how to do that in the future. If somebody does this, if you don't want any part of it, if you don't want any, any of this, if you don't want to credit somebody, then just don't use the image. Don't retweet mm-hmm. it. Don't post it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Anyways, but yeah, I mean, you know, you, then you see some stuff and people go completely overboard and it's yeah. like, it's like, no wonder, you know, somebody might be quick on the trigger to block somebody because everybody, people take stuff out of proportion sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyways. Anyways, let's talk about uh, uh, WB uh, having fans back at the show. So uh, this weekend's UFC show was noteworthy for several reasons. Uh, had a really nasty injury. That was really bad. Uh, had a pretty uh, massive knockout. Yeah. In event. Yeah. And also, I believe it was the first show held without capacity limits. Mm-hmm. Um, and according to WrestleVotes, that last fact generated some chatter backstage at Raw about the possibility of bringing fans back to WWE shows in the near future. This is what WrestleVotes had to say. Quote, a major topic last night backstage at Raw was a packed house over the weekend at the UFC pay-per-view. While not many superstars are advocating for 100% capacity, nearly everyone feels as though live crowds could return in some form at this time. I'm actually kind of shocked, to be honest with you, that WWE, whether whether we would agree with it or not, that the WWE didn't use WrestleMania as sort of a launching point to bring back some amount of fans. I'm kind of surprised yeah, at that. I'm I'm kind of surprised they I mean they have tried and haven't had any luck to find a situation like Daly's place. Now yeah, right. venue. Yeah. You know, where where you know you can run at limited capacity, mm-hmm. but you know, you don't have I understand there's still concerns running at outdoor capacity when a lot of people are there. Mm-hmm. 
but it, I don't think they're nearly, I mean, I'm no scientist. I'm no uh, expert on, 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 on uh, uh, epidemics. Or whatnot. You're not an epidemiologist. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Um, but my understanding is you don't want a lot of people in an enclosed space. You don't want the, a lot of the people. UFC was though, wasn't it? Or was it? An it app? was. Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. I, think, I believe it's in a, a, your typical <laughs> arena. Um, but if WB could find a place like Daly's place, even run at 25, 35% capacity, mm-hmm. that's something. Yeah. Maybe those options just aren't around. I don't know. I don't know what's available in Florida or anywhere uh, along those lines that could be available. I just don't know. Um, but you'd think if, if they could find something like that, they would at least consider it. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe yeah. Not. Yeah. It has been. I don't know if. Yeah. I, I am curious to know more about the internal thinking about that, given that Vince seemed to like for the entirety of 2020 seemed desperate to bring fans back. But then once they got Thunderdome, there did seem to be sort of like, okay, well, hey, this is close. This is good. This is fine. Well, it's good enough, and to, it, it, except for maybe Mania, SummerSlam. For yeah, but he didn't. You know, there 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 seemed to be like you know a bit of a slowdown on the push. Maybe he just realized, well, this isn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I am kind of surprised that they haven't had their finger on. You know, okay, mm-hmm. we're going to be we're going to be like one of the first ones to be doing this. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah, it wouldn't shock me. I mean. I don't know. I would actually be pretty shocked if if late summer happened, if like August came around and we wouldn't see fans in WWE. I oh mean, yeah, if, if they don't use SummerSlam as a kickstart to bring fans back, I'm gonna be really surprised. That would be shocking. Really I mean, I I kind of felt that maybe they'd try to take the approach of like you know pay per views until late summer. Like okay, well maybe not Raws and Smackdowns, but like pay per views, you know, we'll try to book fans. But uh, but I don't know. I mean, honestly, probably, you know, just one day they're going to make an announcement. Hey, guess what? We're, you know, putting tickets on sale for next week because we found a place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, yeah, something to keep an eye on, uh, you know, with the vaccines out and, and pretty readily available. I mean, you know, trying to book an appointment for uh, for my oldest for my uh, for my stepson. Um, you know, uh, they're they're fully available last week. Yeah, it was kind of yeah. hard this week. Really easy to find yeah. it. So, uh, you know, now we're looking at more of a, uh, you know, trying to get the people who have hesitancy to, to get the vaccine because there's seemingly plenty of supply. Mm-hmm. Seems um, that way. Seems so, that way. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, we got uh, an NXT tonight. Uh, first up, Kushida joins forces with MSK to battle Legado del Fantasma. That should be a barn burner, Larson. Yeah. Uh, Mercedes Martinez to square off with Dakota Kai after heated war of words. Ooh. Uh, we have also got the Chugs, Adam Cole, sitting down with Arash Markazi this Tuesday on NXT. And then finally, Bronson Reed faces Austin Theory for a North American title opportunity. Oh, he's totally going to win that one. That's interesting. The one against Austin Theory, unless there's all sorts of shenanigans going on, right? Yeah, there could be. It could be overbooked. Probably lots of shenanigans. Yeah. Anyway, it should be a fun episode of NXT. I thought last week's was pretty fun. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll be recapping it tomorrow at noon Pacific three Eastern. Uh, and yeah, later on today, we're going to be doing power rank over at friendo club TV, uh, $5, uh, on the Patreon pledge, uh, uh, joining us as a channel member on the YouTube or, uh, the other thing, having Twitch a sub. Twitch, sub Twitch sub over at Twitch twitch.tv sub. forward slash Steven Larson. And you, and we're doing a live, we're doing a live yeah. pal. Yeah. 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 Anyways, yeah. hopefully you'll join us for that. That's at 2 PM Pacific, Correct. 5 PM Eastern. Yes. So there you go. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. 
You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.